Hello, this is Gary Hutchins with the Sunny Slope Church of Christ here in Omaha, Nebraska. This is today's Bible class. A short Bible study, about 13 or so minutes each day, though, seven days a week, keeping us in God's Word and thereby helping us to stay strong in our faith, because faith comes by hearing the Word of God, Romans 10 and verse 17. But it also helps keep us focused on our relationship with God and upon our spiritual life. How is your spiritual life? Help people in your life by sharing these studies through Facebook friends, text messages, and other technological means. Maybe they can grow in their faith. Maybe you'll even help them get to heaven ultimately. Make that that commitment and start sharing today. We're going to start a new line of thought and study today. I want to ask a question. Why am I a Christian? Or it comes down to really why am I a believer in Jesus Christ? What does it mean to be a true believer in Jesus Christ? If you're going to be a true believer in Jesus Christ, then you're obviously going to make that commitment that when when we're talking about being a believer in the fullest sense of how the term is used or how the understanding is gotten across in the New Testament scriptures, then you're going to make the commitment to follow Jesus, and that means becoming a Christian. Well, I understand and I agree with what the Bible says about Jesus. In Romans chapter 10, and we begin reading with verse 13, the Apostle Paul wrote this, For whoever calls in the name of the Lord shall be saved. But he's not talking about simply yelling out the name Jesus or Jesus Christ or Lord Savior Jesus Christ. That's not what he's talking about. He's not even saying just yell out, call out, Lord Jesus Christ, save me. That's not what he's talking about. You're never going to find that expression used in the New Testament scriptures by way of leading, by way of a person becoming saved. Now, it's unfortunate that a whole lot of denominational churches are teaching something along that general line, but that's not what you find in the New Testament scriptures. So he goes on and he says in verse 12, For there is no distinction between Jew and Greek, for the same Lord over all is rich to all who call upon him. For whoever calls on the name of the Lord shall be saved. How then shall they call on him in whom they have not believed? And how shall they believe in him of whom they have not heard? And how shall they hear without a preacher or teacher? And then you drop down to verse 16. But they have not all obeyed the gospel. Now you see, There is the connection between obedience and believing. Some people think, I just have to believe. I just have to, and it's taught again in different denominational churches, let Jesus into your heart or ask Jesus into your heart. Uh, Show me a verse of scripture that says that in the entire New Testament by way of a person coming to salvation in Christ. So, whoever calls in the name of the Lord shall be saved, but they have not all obeyed the gospel. So then faith comes by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. How much do we need to know about God's word in order to become a believer, in order to become a Christian? The Apostle Paul wrote in 2 Timothy 2 and verse 15, Study, or be diligent to present yourself approved to God a worker who does not need to be ashamed, rightly dividing or handling correctly the word of truth. And the word of truth is God's word, the scriptures. John 17 and verse 17, Jesus prayed, 
Sanctify them by your truth. Your word is truth. So I must understand what the scriptures teach. We keep emphasizing on on, on, uh, today's Bible class the importance of faith, the importance of being in God's word. Faith comes by hearing the word of God, Romans 10 and verse 17. So we need to understand what God's word teaches in order to be able to have the faith that God's word guides us into. And if we want to be stronger and stronger in our faith, we need to stay in God's word. And so there is that verse of scripture again, Romans or or 2 Timothy 2 and verse 15, study, King James Version translation, other translations, be diligent, strong word there, be diligent to present yourself approved unto God, a worker who does not need to be ashamed, rightly dividing or handling correctly or properly applying the God's word of truth. Now, so I need to understand, and I need to not just understand what is being written down, but I need to believe. I need to agree with what the Bible says about Jesus if I'm going to be a true follower of Jesus, and ultimately that leading me to be a Christian. In Hebrews chapter 5 and verse 9, the Hebrews writer, speaking of Jesus, let's go back to verse 8. He said, though he were a son, yet he learned obedience through the things which he suffered. And having been perfected, he became the author or source of eternal salvation to everyone who believes him. I'm sorry, to everyone who obeys him. I want to make sure I get that that word in there correctly. So he is having been perfected. He has become the author or source of eternal salvation to all or everyone who obeys him. Now, going back to Romans chapter 10 again, faith comes by hearing the word of God. All right, verse 17, whoever calls upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Verse 13, but now what does verse, what does verse uh, 16 say? They have not all obeyed the gospel. There's the connection between obedience to God's teachings, which leads us into faith in Jesus, and simply believing in Jesus or believing those teachings. It's interesting, the portrait of the final day of judgment when the Lord comes again to call all mankind, all of humanity from all time to account for the way we have lived our lives upon this earth. In 2 Thessalonians chapter 1 and verse 7, it portrays Jesus coming in this way. When the Lord Jesus is revealed from heaven with his mighty angels in flaming fire, taking vengeance on those who do not know God, and on those who do not obey the gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ. Who do not obey the gospel. So, do you believe in Jesus? You say, yes. Shaking your head, yes, absolutely. Have you obeyed his teachings? So, what does it mean to be a true believer in Jesus? Well, I've got to become a Christian. And how do I come to understand how to be 
a true believer in Jesus, becoming a Christian, in, that includes obedience. I have to be in his word. In John chapter 14 and verse 15, Jesus said very simply, but also very straightforwardly, if you love me, keep my commandments. In verse 21, he said again, he who has my commandments and keeps them, it is he who loves me. And then in verse 23, he says it again. And let me turn over there. If anyone loves me, he will keep my word. And in verse 24, in case somebody, you know, is trying to throw in there some kind of, of possibility of, you know, a kind of a, a loophole in there, he looks at it from the reverse perspective. And he says, he who does not love me does not keep my words. Now, keep my words, keep my word, that's simply a different phraseology for obeys my teachings. The Apostle John wrote in 2 John chapter 1, verse 9, whoever transgresses and does not abide in, does not abide in or live in, live by the doctrine, which means teaching of Christ, does not have God. He who abides in the doctrine of Christ, lives by those teachings, has both the Father and the Son. So you see, there's, the, there, there's that connection again between true belief and obedience. They have to go together. So what does it mean to be a true believer in Jesus? I've got to come to him his way. Now, mankind has made up all kinds of different ways to come to Jesus, but the only true way to come to Jesus, the only correct way, is that way that is laid out in his word. I have to believe in him as God's Son and my Lord and Savior. <clears throat> Jesus said in John chapter 8 and verse 24, I have said, therefore, that you shall die in your sins. For if you do not believe that I am he, you will die in your sins. He is our Savior, our only Savior. And the Apostle Peter spoke in Acts chapter 4 and verse 12, speaking of Jesus and said, nor is there salvation in any other for there is no other name under heaven given among men by which we must be saved. He is our only Savior. He is the Savior. And Jesus said there is no way to God except through him. John 14 and verse 6, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. So what does it mean to be a true believer in Jesus? It's not just an intellectual understanding and agreement. It's not just reading some verses of Scripture and saying, yep, yep, I believe that. No, I've got to believe deeply enough, strongly enough to obey what those teachings teach me in order to be a true believer in Jesus. So we're asking the question, why am I a Christian? Well, it begins with, why am I a believer in Jesus? And I have become a believer in Jesus. Now, what should that guide me to do in response? I need to become a Christian. And there comes the obedience. There comes the obedience. We're going to stop and pray, and we'll come back and get deeper into this and start looking at a whole lot of reasons for becoming a Christian, for believing in Jesus 
as God's Son and our Lord and Savior. Let's pray. Father in heaven, thank you for loving us so much that you sent your Son to the cross to die to pay the price for the guilt of our sins. Guide us, Father. Help us to make that sacrifice on your part and his part fully effective on our part, fully effective for us in that we not just believe in Jesus, but we obey the teachings that he brought from you, from heaven all the way to this earth, as to how to be forgiven and saved and have eternal life through him. Praise be to you, Father. Please forgive us and hear our prayer. In Jesus' name, amen.